The U.S. is urged to give citizenship to hostages held by Hamas in order to save their lives, but the U.S. is having none of it, and neither are other countries that have been asked to do the same, like Germany and Austria. I'm Simon Constable. Joining me on Constable Confidential is Ben Weinthal. He is a writer for the Jerusalem Post and a also a writing fellow for the Middle East Forum. Welcome, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. You know, you wrote this story for foxnews.com. Explain what's going on here. Well, I think the, the thinking behind the three organizations that called for uh, the U.S., and as you mentioned, Germany and Austria, but the U.S. is the key player to uh, issue citizenship and passports to the hostages is it will help increase the pressure on Hamas not to uh, kill the hostages who do, do not have dual citizenship. Many of the hostages uh, being held by Hamas, there are, I think, as of now, um, over 230, um, have just Israeli citizenship. And Hamas, uh, according to its charter, is, uh, is consumed with um, killing Jews. So the idea would be if these uh, if the hostages are provided uh, with passports from, in this case, the United States, it would raise the stakes and add a new layer of protection and also uh, compel the United States to increase the pace of pressure on Hamas and its main enabler, uh, the Qatari regime, because Qatar, uh, as I've said in some of your previous shows, uh, has financed Hezbollah with $1.5 billion over 10 years and is largely responsible for the financing of all of Hamas's uh, military machine. Uh, so that's that's the thinking. And, and I should note that one um, person from memory, Egal Carmon, the president, said this is sort of uh, comparable to what Raoul Wallenberg did during the Holocaust, the famous Swedish diplomat who saved thousands of Hungarian Jews by providing them with protective status uh, and issuing them Swedish passports, which saved their lives and, grant, and, and that granted these uh, Hungarian Jews um, Swedish uh, citizenship. And I should note that the Swedes just granted a um, doctor or, or a medical expert, I should say, who worked in Sweden, of, who was of Iranian origin and returned to Iran uh, for for, for business, I believe, and he was arrested by Iran's regime and accused of spying for Israel, and it was a trumped-up charge. But Sweden, uh, again, issued a passport to him to help protect him against the death penalty in Iran. The other two organizations that are promoting this idea right now are the Anti-Defamation League, an American Jewish organization in New York City, and the Simon Wiesenthal Center, named after the famous legend, named after the legendary Nazi hunter that's based in uh, Los Angeles. And and also there is another precedent. There was a Japanese diplomat who was also giving out passports to Jewish people in Europe during the war and saved many many lives. He did as as much as he could. So this is not unprecedented. But what is interesting here is the State Department in your story is saying, no, we can't do this. We have restrictions on who we can give a U.S. passport to. And yet this is the same State Department, admittedly a long time ago, that brought a lot of Nazi 
technocrats over from Germany to help with the rocket program and eventually with the moon landings, right? What's going on here? Have they forgotten? Is this just something that's really weird? What am I missing? Well, I, 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 what I've heard from, you know, from the experts I've talked to about this idea of granting citizenship rights and passports to the hostages uh, is it would uh, entangle the U.S. administration more in this conflict against Hamas and, of course, Qatar and Iran. Uh, so there's probably reticence on the part of the U.S. to issue these passports because it would create a new layer of responsibility for the Americans to aid uh, the victims who are being held by the terrorist uh, Hamas movement. Um, it, I, I strongly suspect with, with most of these types of bureaucratic decisions that it's it's just a, it's nothing more intellectually or politically complex than uh, being a, a matter of will. That is, if there's a political will, in effect, uh, governments, not just the U.S., but other Western governments could issue passports, as we saw in the case of Sweden recently. And as you mentioned, uh, the, the example, which I wish I had mentioned in my article of the Japanese diplomat who issued passports. For my next article, I will uh, cite that example. So also Austria is saying the same thing as the US. It's saying, look, we can't give out passports, Austrian passports to anyone who's not an Austrian citizen. And I'm I'm presuming that a lot of countries in Europe will do that. And this sounds to me awfully like a repeat of what happened in, in the 30s and 40s during during the, the war and during the, the Nazi era. I think people, a lot of people look back on that kind of ashamed for their countries. Right. I mean, again, the, 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 the sort of strategic thinking behind this is, A, it, it's, it, it will raise the level of pressure on Hamas and Qatar to save these hostages, because the more pressure that's inflicted on Qatar, which is the key player in securing the release of the hostages because they pay Hamas's bills. Um, and I, I would also argue that from the perspective of these security counterterrorism experts, that if these Western countries, especially the United States, issued passports, it, it would create more of a unified front against Hamas terrorism and other terrorist entities. So the, you know, for the folks that are advocating this measure, the advantages outweigh the disadvantages, but there's a, a, a strange, um, I guess, reluctance right now to um, increase the pace of pressure on Hamas via this type of uh, diplomatic offensive measure. Well, let's see if the lobbying in Congress and in Washington, D.C. and other capitals can actually get something done. Thank you very much, Ben Weinthal writing this story for foxnews.com, but also contributing to the Jerusalem Post and other distinguished publications. This is Constable Confidential. I'm Simon Constable, and that's it.